Absolute Geek Podcast. It's Thursday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. And I have nothing to open with, Kyle. And you are coming, we are coming to you live from Phoenix, where every bro and douchebag around the world is about to ascend on us for the college basketball Final Four. Ugh. This weekend is going to be shit. It's, well, I mean, if if you are a fan of downtown, I think this weekend is going to suck for you. Uh, yes, because you're not going to be able to, well, not just that, but just getting around anywhere. If you have to go anywhere past downtown, it's going to fucking suck for you this weekend. I know I'm I'm helping at my wife's work this weekend, and it's going to suck. It's going to be banking for all the bars and restaurants downtown and everyone who works down there, but I guess the, getting down there is going to suck ass. The the committee that that brings the basketball game to wherever that they go, the Final Four, is yeah, that, what fun- that what's going to happen this weekend? Because I'm not even 100% sure what it is. Yeah, and the game, but... There's four games that it's going to play the, here? The, the games are at the University of Phoenix Stadium. Mm-hmm. So the games are in Glendale, but everything, all the festivities are downtown. That's what they did for the Super Bowl. Yeah. They did the same thing. So not only, so Glendale, by your, where you live, is going to be a shit show when the games are going on. Yep. And then downtown is going to be a shit show for all of the festivities. Although it's cool that we're going to free concert and that they added Blink-182. I want to go just for that, but I don't want to go anywhere near downtown. And it's Sunday night. 5 p.m. Sunday. Yeah. They haven't announced everybody that's playing Friday night, but I know, is it Toby Keith? There's too much. Toby Maguire? No, no it Toby wouldn't be Toby Maguire. Unless he's like spider Manning in. <laughs> oh, that shit's funny. No, it's uh, Keith Urban. Oh, God. Is that who, it's Friday night. Yeah. Is, uh, and the, and the, the place where they're playing is like two blocks from my wife's Is Nicole Kidman work. and her fucking horse face going to show up too? Maybe. She didn't let me know. No. I thought she texted you. <laughs> Not, you not and, yet. You and Nicole Kidman are, maybe, are like two peas in a pod. Maybe tomorrow she will. Oh, okay. But I know it's kind of cool that all that stuff's going to be like two blocks from my wife's work. So I, I hopefully I get to hear the concerts. There you go. Yeah. Saturday is, what are they called? The paper cuts? Is that what they're called? I don't know. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of concerts downtown this weekend. Like I never heard of them. You've heard of them, but you've never heard of them. Like but I think that's what they're called, the paper cuts. You've heard of them, but you've never heard of them. I, like, it's one of those songs where... It's one of those bands that you heard on the radio, and you're like, ooh, who's that? And you never know who they are. Kind of like 21 Pilots. Yeah. Although everyone knows who the 21 Pilots is now. Is it called... Nah, they're not called Paper Cuts either. Never mind. I don't know what the fuck they're called. Paper Robots? No, because that's a podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Paper Robots Podcast. Right? It's a... Uh, How's it going, is Logan? It paper Planes? Paper planes, probably. No, because it just comes up. How to make paper planes? Oh, they—they're like an EDM band. Okay. But they've like broke through, and they—it's okay. a dude and a chick, and all their songs sound the same. God, I know somebody's screaming at the radio <laughs> right now. <laughs> probably not. They're—they're all—they don't know what's going okay. on. We should do segments on this show. I was just thinking about—I had the funniest dream last night. We can talk about that. Real quick while you're looking for this. I had a dream last night that we changed the format of this show to be segmented. To three nights a week? No. <laughs> no. But to be segmented. And that one of our segments was uh, was it was um, Minnesota News uh-huh. with Andy 
fun where and like i just remembered in my dream being like it's time for another episode of minnesota <laughs> news with andy coming live to you from bemidji bemidji <laughs> like just because it's a town in fucking fargo and i'm like from bemidji minnesota it's andy and i don't even think he he doesn't live anywhere near there but <laughs> i don't even know if bemidji is a real place that's so funny is bemidji even a real place in minnesota <laughs> Let's let's find out. Okay, so Keith Urban, Justin Moore, the head and the heart. That was fuck. This is so stupid. Nobody fucking cares. I don't know. You're you're killing it here, Gal. I am killing it. Well, I'm partly pissed because. Why? Why are you pissed? Okay, so it's. They're called the chain smokers. Oh, I've heard of them. So it's nothing remotely close to paper. <laughs> I've heard of the chain smokers. I, I never I never heard of them until I started Googling them. But then when I like if you listen to like radio that plays like pop stuff right now, mm-hmm. then I heard them. Yeah, they're they're all over the place. But I never heard of any of the other bands that are playing Saturday night. Yes, Bemidji is a real place in Minnesota. So I just learned something new. What what's the population? Um Population of 13,431 as of 2010 census. Damn. So it looks like. And it is the commercial center between Grand Forks, North Dakota, and Duluth, Minnesota. Bemidji houses many Native American services. Blink 182's playing. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck Macklemore. Anyways. But yeah. And Aerosmith. It's, oh, yeah. It's cl- closing out the night there. I hate Aerosmith, but I love Steven Tyler. <laughs> Why do you hate Aerosmith? I don't. I'm just kidding. Because uh, I don't want to close my eyes, bro. Right? You don't want to fall asleep? Dude, maybe your dream will come true, though. <gasps> Steven Tyler is here. Oh, maybe Liv shit. Tyler is not far off. Get a hall pass from the wife. I bet you should give me a hall pass. And that. you guys can can drive to the beach. And Steven, Steven can Tyler, sing to us. Oh, yeah, can sing to you while you're plowing her out. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteeing him that role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh shit! Directed by Kyle's. I can get some alimony. Alimony. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I took to Twitter or Facebook today asking for people to give us topic ideas for tonight, and all we got was a bunch of bullshit. I loved it. I loved it. Where do babies come from? They come from storks. Yeah. Uh, what were some other gems? Here, I'll bring them up because they were awesome. Uh, I expected nothing less, and I loved every second of it. It was just rapid fire, too. Like It was like 42 comments in the matter of like five Seconds. Minutes. It was awesome. That group chat is the greatest thing. Where's it, just, it just spanned out of control. Uh, here it is. So, Matt thought he would be nice. And ask the question, any topics or questions would you like to hear from us cover on tonight's episode? Leave them down below. Within seconds, Joe says, where do babies come from? Yeah. (laughs) That shit's funny. Restrictor plates and their function. Yeah. (laughs) That was from Andy. Um, I liked I liked my response to that one. Why is Jose a quitter? (laughs) (laughs) I like my response to that one too. Uh, 
and then it kind of got serious, and then... They're... See, I, I answered the restriction plate one specifically geared towards you. They slow you down so you don't miss the boobies. Right? Because Kyle will make sure you never miss a pair of boobies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like the boobies. How does Stan get the nerds to cry? Yeah. And you said... By having us shot 150 bucks for him to write his name on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's why he's immortal, because he this, fucking drinks the tears of nerds. This was my favorite one. How did Jared Leto attain his godlike status? Yeah, It's his that. dreamy blue eyes. I figured that'd be your favorite one. That was, the, And that's the answer to that. <laughs> when you stare into him, it's like that. When you stare into his dreamy blue eyes, you see... Uh, that video, you know, where the fat guy jumps off and it starts to play that dumb song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happens if you get lost. <laughs> that fat guy jumps off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's it? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, and no, Joe, we will never do a 24-hour-a-day nonstop audio Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. No one wants to hear me snore and fart for seven hours right? while I'm sleeping. But it was awesome. I didn't expect anything less, and I loved every second of getting bombarded with awesome, awesome questions. Right. Andy brought up a pretty funny one. Did you uh, Did you watch Rugrats when you were younger? Might yeah. be might be a little before your time. No, I watched Rugrats. Did you? The Did you know? Are you familiar with the theory he's talking about? No. So there's a Rugrats fan theory going out there um, that the Rugrats is actually really fucked up, and that it's a fig and that the kids are all a figment of Angelica's imagination. That Chucky died in nineteen eighty six along with his mother, and that's why his dad is nervous and a re- and a wreck all the time. Tommy was born in nineteen eighty eight but was a stillborn, and that's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for his son who has never had a chance to live. So that's why he's he's a toy uh maker. And then the, the DeVilles that had the two uh, twins uh-huh. had an abortion in 1990, and Angelica couldn't figure out whether it would be a boy or a girl, so she created them as twins. It's a little rough. Yeah. That show started in 1991, so I think it's in my bracket. Oh, did it? Well, <laughs> yes. It was from 91 to 03. Yeah. So I think it, it was in my kid bracket. I'm not 90. Well, no, I know, but like you're, you're a few years older than me, so... I just didn't know if that gap was before you would have aged out of it or... I think not. If you're a proverbial child like I am and still watch <laughs> cartoons. But, dude, I still watch old Johnny Quest cartoons. Johnny Quest was the shit. Johnny Quest and Haji and... I don't watch as many cartoons as like I once did, but I think it's just because I don't watch as much TV as I... I'm just super busy right now. I think it's... I don't watch cartoons rarely at all anymore um like i can't even remember the last time i had adult swim on and it was kind of bugging me the other day what that you're having watching adult swim that i'm not watching it anymore uh, but it's, it's shit is it's, that what's promise it's all shit programming now yeah like i used to be a huge family guy fan i can't stand family guy anymore why i don't know i just because at some point the seasons it became repetitive and it's like they're doing the same shit over and over yeah. again so it's like they're just taking the same jokes and slapping new paint on it and without actually – like so the best way to describe it is like a shitty shack and all you're doing is throwing new paint on it and you're not actually fixing the problems. I noticed that with The Simpsons for a while, not necessarily that they were redoing the jokes, but it seemed like they were trying harder to get like 
for a long time, the Simpsons family got everything. It just flowed. Especially mm-hmm. the Simpsons, it would just flow. And then it got to the point for a while with the Simpsons. And don't get me wrong, I still love the Simpsons. I still... FXX is awesome because I get to watch it all the time. But it seemed like there was a period of a, a number of seasons where it would like... It took it took like 20 minutes to get... And then they would wrap it up real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they got to a point where it was harder for them to make content. So they stretched out the app. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's always the downhill for me. It's like, and Family Guy started to do it too. It took it took a long time to get a point to where it needed, and then it it would close off real quick. Yeah, and I think a lot of what's going with with the Simpsons in particular is now they're on coast mode, and it's just a matter of let's see how many seasons we can get before we get canceled. But they've they've if you watch them now, they're really back on track. Well, about, yeah, and about three seasons ago, they got back on track, but there was a chunk. Well, and then the, the creator's not doing Futurama anymore, and they're not doing like any of these other shows, so they probably have more time to. But not Sam Simon, right? Because he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't like Family Guy. For me, like I know Seth, I know that Seth MacFarlane has like the supposedly the Flintstones remake coming. I've been wondering where that is, and I'm afraid it's just going to be Family Guy, but set in Bedrock. <laughs> it, it'll be Ted two. It'll be Ted three, but really the Flintstones. Yeah, it'll be Fred and Barney as Joe and fucking Peter. Ah, uh, that'd be kind of funny. But I don't know. This it'll be just, live. No, it's going to be oh, a cartoon. Be, oh, I think it just it lost its allure on me. I don't know. I used to be a huge like I used to like really like Teen Titans Go. Just the, the, the only cartoon I would really watch was a regular show, and then they ended that. But now you know what else is not on is uh, Son of Son of Zorn. Yes, yeah, I think that's over. I think it's over forever. The only show, I, the only cartoon I watch now is South Park. Fuck South Park. South Park is still good, but like. I like, there's so many, but my week is usually pretty packed with shows. Yeah. And I'll, I'm pretty busy between the podcast and. Well, I mean, at least with CW shows, you get to watch an episode, then you get a break. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> Don't even. Like, because of the week, I'm so busy. I usually watch the shows the next day, except for Walking Dead. But. um. Now I, well, when's Flash on? Tuesdays. I can go back to watching Flash now. Why? Because Bones is over with. Oh, yeah. This this season of Flash hasn't been worth watching, though. It really hasn't. It's been very, very slow and drawn out. I think I haven't been watching Flash, though, because like I was telling you, I didn't know what channel it was on anymore. And then, yeah, and the problem with Flash is that we're in season three, and this is, a, this is season three, and the villain is another speedster. And my problem with Flash is they've got... Flash has a good stable of villains. Mm-hmm. But they use them as flavor of the week kind of background villains. Yeah. So you have your main villain that's causing a problem, but then each episode has a different villain. So it's kind of like the like the last episode was Abracadabra. Mm-hmm. Great villain. Great villain. But, but he beat him in 45 minutes. But he beat him in 45 minutes. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. And you've kind of got Killer Frost still hanging. Like you have Caitlin, like, I want to be Killer Frost. I don't want to be Killer Frost. Yeah. And you got Cisco, who's vibed or became vibe. 
that took two seasons, and it's just <laughs> you like right now they're working a storyline where Savator, we still don't know who Savator is. He's a god of speed. We don't know who he is under there, and they Barry went to the future and saw that Savator is going to kill Iris. So like the last four weeks of episodes have been all him trying to change change events to the future to stop Savitar from killing Iris. Quit fucking with the timeline. <laughs> so he I'm proposed sorry. to her and did all this other shit and it's been it's just been this this bullshit back and forth every week and it just mm-hmm. it hasn't it's kinda lost its allure as to where Arrow Arrow has been really good. One of the and one of the surprises of shows for me this season has been um Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because as of where Legends of Tomorrow, they were trying to get Vandal Savage and chasing him around. This this season, they've done a lot more focus on the the history that they're going to and the, like the time period. So they go to like, like George um, Tolkien is in this book or in this this season. The guy who wrote the uh, the Hobbit books. Um, George Lucas is in this season, and like they. They make him. They convince him to make Star Wars. So it's very, you know, the timepiece, the time period stuff is really, really well done in Legends this this time. And they got rid of the two weaker characters in Hawkman and Hawkgirl. And to, for me, Legends has been the the show to watch this year. It's been my the most interesting show. But Arrow has really come back around. I have to, you know what? I'll have to try Arrow again. I got the CW app, maybe I'll, and I've got DirecTV on my phone. Because they got away from the stupid, like, mystic stuff, what they had with, um, you know, they had with Rachel Ghoul and then with Damian Dark, and now they have another guy named Prometheus. Uh-huh. And Prometheus is kind of, he knows who Oliver is, and Oliver Queen is mayor of Starling, uh, Star City now, and it turns out that, if you're not watching the show, spoiler alert, but Prometheus ends up being, like, his, the... Um, what is it, a district attorney for the city? Uh-huh. And he, like, out Oliver, and, like, it's just this whole big thing. Like, to me, Arrow has been a suspenseful watch. It's been kind of like a, a thrill ride. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. As to where Flash has been kind of meh, same boring bullshit week after week. And Legends has been really good. I'm waiting for iZombie to come back. That was supposed to come back in February. <laughs> yeah, and then they put they kept pushing it. So I'm waiting for iZombie to come back, and then I'm really, really enjoying Riverdale. If you've not started watching Riverdale, it's a darker version of Archie and Jughead and the Archie comics, and it's a murder mystery. It, it's really, really well done. There's a lot of hot chicks on it. The CW so, is pretty good at that. Yeah, I, I would definitely say watch check out Riverdale. Um, but, I mean, just... So far this season, the CW shows have been kind of whack. Like I don't even pay attention to Supergirl. Supergirl still just feels whack to me. Well, you find I sixty one. That's the channel it's on. Yeah. All right. Arrow has been really good. Flash has been really good. But my gripe with them is like they have really good episodes and then they take a month break. Yeah. Like Flash and Arrow are both aren't coming back till like the twenty fifth and twenty sixth of um, April. I wonder what's the huge gaps for. I I don't know. I think it's because they still film. They have so many episodes; they still film periodically, so they That's take when they time off. That's they should put Zombie in. Yeah. 
So, like, Riverdale was on a three-week break, and it's coming back tonight. And then they keep pushing iZombie, and now they're going to make space again for the new superhero show they have coming. Um, Powerless? Black Lightning. <laughs> Powerless hasn't even been on. I don't even... I think that show got canceled. <laughs> I haven't seen that show in forever. It just wasn't what I it's expected. got, like, five episodes, yeah. Like, it got better, but it wasn't what I expected. Like, was that Damage Incorporated? They come and clean up after the superheroes? Yeah. That's what we should have a show. Right? That would be cool. You Like, the first five minutes, it's like this huge battle... They come back. I don't know. The funniest episode was when they found a bat. I don't know if you saw it. It's when they found a batarang. And Bruce Wayne's cousin dressed up as Robin because he wanted to be the new Robin. <laughs> that one was funny. But I, I don't know, dude. I just. The CW shows. I mean, I'll go more into depth with them once I do my review of the seasons. But if you want. Like, Joe asked me my opinion on the CW shows. Well, honestly, right now, Flash is hit or miss. I would say. Like, I was very judgmental of the the music episode. It actually ended up being really good. <laughs> um, Flash has been hit or miss this season. Arrow's been on point. Legends, to me, is the show to watch this season. And then if you're looking for something new on Thursday nights, other than, you know, Powerless or Superstore or Big Bang Theory, check out Riverdale. It's a good show. But that's, that's pretty much it. That's it. See you guys later. If for like new show wise or the CW shows, it's hard because like nobody I know watches them anymore because they're not on they're not on Hulu. So the people who I used to talk to them about Kristen and Justin, they yeah. watch them on Hulu and CW pulled all their shows off Hulu. Oh really? Yeah. So now you can't watch them on Hulu so you because they got that app. deal with Netflix. They're gonna get their own app. They got their own app. You have to watch it too. Or they got the deal with Netflix where it'll be on Netflix a week after the season the season ends. So you or you wait till Netflix and watch all twenty some episodes, then. But I my opinion honestly, Arrow's good, Flash is hit or miss, Legends is a surpriser, and check out Riverdale. That's that's about where I can go with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to say about that? That's all I got to say about that. So what did you think of the Justice League trailer? Um, did it make you excited not, to see Justice League? No. Honestly, no. Not at all. Not at all? Not at all. I don't, I don't like what they're doing with Flash. I do not like it at all. I'm hoping by the time... Why, we, that he's a high-functioning uh, high, uh, high autistic? No, I don't care about. The, I didn't. No, I didn't. no, I don't care about that part. No, I, I don't think that's what Barry Allen. But that's what he comes off of in the the movie. I don't like his suit. I don't like the the armored looking clunky. It looks clunky to me. Yeah. I don't like. I, I just. I, I don't know. It's just something about it. I just don't like. Are like, you excited I, to see it? Yeah, I think I'm actually excited <laughs> to see it though. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to be cool. I know it's going to flop. I'm going to say now that I think it's cool, but I know it's going to do it. We're going to watch it and we're going to go, fuck that movie. But I think I think it's going to be cool, though. <laughs> You're going to try and do a Justice League movie with no Superman? Like, do you think Superman will be in it? At the end. You think he'll come back at the end? I think he'll come back at the end. 
I don't know. Batman's just going to carry around a black coffin. <laughs> with, a, with a red S on it? Yeah. I don't know. Cyborg looks really bad to me, if you I, ask my opinion. I hope they clean really the bad. CGI up. Yeah, he looks really bad. Um, I think with as much flack as Aquaman gets, they need to make him a more credible character and not the comedic relief. People seem to like the comedic relief. That's why they like Groot and they like all these other guys. So maybe that's what they're going for is to push Deadpool, or not Deadpool, but to push Aquaman to be that comedic relief to kind of get him in everybody's mainframe or mindset. No, I think so. I think I think it's I think that's what's going to make the movie a little bit better. I think they're going to make him a fucking uh, super badass in that movie. On yeah. top of it, like he's like you know like that scene where they're flying. He just he jumps off the fucking Batmobile. Yeah, dude, that's fucking dope. So he's I, hanging on to the outside of the Batmobile. Fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, I think they're you know because everyone's it's fucking Aquaman. He swims around where he shits, but <laughs> <laughs> but my my question is why cyborg. You know, they picked a, re- a weird Justice League team. Why wouldn't you go original? Why wouldn't you go Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern? You know, why wouldn't you do something like teams more people are, are familiar with? Why are you going to go Cyborg, you know? Because it seems like with all these movies, they like to go and they like to take these and put them in a, weird, in a different direction. Yeah. That's what they like to do. And it boasts their... Because, I mean... Are they doing another Green Lantern movie? They are, aren't they? Um, they? I'm not sure. There's, it's been rumored, but nothing's been set in stone yet. I bet you they do a Justice League 2, and that's where you'll see like Green Lantern in it. I don't know why, though. They're building this They're building this around... They're not going to have the staying power as Marvel does, because they're building it around these actors, but Ben Affleck already doesn't want to be Batman anymore. So why are you going to build a, oh, <laughs> a universe around him? He's sobered up now. He'll... Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Again. I just don't think. I don't know. You've already got this. All these movies are in trouble. The Flash is still a, a train wreck. Aquaman. Aquaman seemed to be the smoothest sailing film. The reviews for Wonder Woman are are very middle of the road. Yeah, they said it's kind of boring. Yeah, and doesn't know where it wants to be and what it's supposed to be. Um, I don't understand why they're why they're having so much problems. I, I don't know, because they have. I mean, those are staples. I think I think it's just too many hands in the pot at DC. Like, I think Jeff Johns being there is fine, but I think there's just too many hands in the pot at DC and what they're trying to do. And I think DC is trying to do too much too soon, as where. Marvel spread everything out. And they took their time. They took their time. DC is trying to do too much too soon. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like a, the Windows Phone. Yeah, they're they're they tried to catch up. They tried to you know drive 120 miles an hour instead of 60. Right. And now they're blowing head gaskets. And I think that's where, see where DC could I think kill it, is if they stopped worrying so much about the dark and gritty tone of their films. And went more for source material. If they followed the storylines and they followed source material, if we got something like the Judas Contract movie and it was as close to the source material as you can get it, it would be fantastic. Yeah. I think it would do a lot to help the DC movie or DC movie universe. 
even if we got a battle for the cowl, if, if Ben Affleck doesn't want to do Batman anymore, here's your prime time to give us a battle of the cowl movie. Yeah. You know? I mean, they they, they should because they can introduce a Nightwing movie or a Grayson movie. You can Nightwing. Inter- you can introduce Nightwing and you can introduce um, Robin in the Batman movie because it's Jason Todd in that. Yeah. Right? Yep. <clears throat> so you can introduce Jason Todd and you can introduce Dick Grayson. I mean, you already got it set up for Jason Todd. You already got the Robin that got beat down by the Joker. Mm-hmm. So you could set it up for them both. Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore. Bad Affleck of the Cowl movie. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Or leave Batman alone and go Batman Beyond. Oh, man. That would be awesome. You can get a younger actor who can play Batman for years. You can have Batman Beyond playing that Batman role. You know, it's, I don't know. I just think DC, we've already had so many Batman movies. We've already had so many Superman movies. It's just. They need to, they need to go out. See that? And that's kind of the cool thing of what Marvel has done is if they have taken these characters and these, these people that, that normally not too many people have cared about and they've brought it to us, to everybody on the big screen. And like, look at guardians of the galaxy. Groot. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that wasn't common household name. Now it is. Right. I loved it. Rocket Raccoon wasn't either. Yeah. Nobody knew who really, unless you were hardcore comic book fan, you didn't really even know who the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy was. Except he was, you know, he was on the cover of a, of a Hulk comic. Yeah. So. I mean, even, even Doctor Strange, I mean, that wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, people know, but, like, they've taken these characters and they've brought them to us. And I, I just, I... That's what DC should be doing. I mean, along those lines, they have because they have, you know, like Marvel's realized we have so many characters. Yeah, we can. DC has a lot. Of, they have not as I don't think they have as many, personally, but DC has some of the fucking badass villains out there, man. We they should be. But DC's just kind of going through the growing pains that Marvel went through in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. the late 90s, early 2000s. Because you got to remember, Marvel wasn't always the powerhouse it is now. Think of all the shitty movies that had Hulk with Hulk poodles. <clears throat> Not the Edward Norton Hulk, the one with Hulk poodles. Yeah. Then you had the Edward Norton Hulk that was better but still wasn't that good. There's a reason why Hulk doesn't have his own movies. Um, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider 2, yeah. Spirit of Vengeance, Daredevil. Like... Punisher. I just think it also that's a good point. Punisher they, again, like movies are the superhero movies are so prominent now and so big, and so they're you know it's it's a, attracting you know audiences by the hordes. I, I think this is maybe this is the wrong time for DC to be trying to go through their growing pains. Yeah, I, it's, uh, maybe that's what maybe that's why they're catching so much flack is because now we've gotten. We're getting these superhero movies that are awesome, and and you know we we do forget when you know we do forget Daredevil, and we do forget yeah a couple bad Hulk movies and a couple eh, X Men movies, and you know what I mean. I I have a very real late to the party feel for DC as superhero movies are eventually going to start winding down. And it's going to be where they're not mega blockbusters like they are now. And that's when DC's going to. And that's when DC is <laughs> finally going to be good. Yeah. That's when we're going to get Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, and but those. I I still think they're always going to have the draw. They're just not going to have the. 
you know what I mean, $17 billion or whatever the fuck these movies make. To the point now, though, everybody, unless you were born today or this year or in the last year or so, everybody knows Batman's origin story by now. There's absolutely no reason to have his origin story in a movie any longer. There's no reason to waste time on that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I commend Spider-Man Homecoming that they're not going to waste their time on Spider-Man's origin story. You've seen it You've seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see it a third time. You know, you know Uncle Ben dies. You know his parents die. Man, the way Homecoming is, he's dying at like 36. Right? I know, right? <laughs> fucking poor Uncle Ben, man. He just, wanted to, May. he just wanted to fucking make his rice. Mm-hmm. And he fucking dies. So but, what What did you think of Homecoming trailer? Um, I honestly, I really, really enjoyed the Homecoming trailer. It looks like they're doing... Well, we're getting off topic. We're talking about Justice oh, yeah. League, fucker. <laughs> but, I mean, we could wrap it up, honestly, on that. It's just... You know, I think these, I think Marvel stopped, took a second, realized what uh, Spider Man 3 is another terrible movie to throw in there. Realized what they did, and they're like, all right, well, <clears throat> if we're going to do this and it's going to work, we need to f- pull it all, we need to flesh it out and spread it out. But I think the other thing that Marvel's doing is they're not, no, they guess, no, they do that too. Never mind. They have the same people doing everything over and over again. Yeah. But, <clears throat> they have writers, they have people, consultants that are very close with Marvel. They give all their people, they give all their actors the source material on the character mm-hmm. so they know the character. Like, you go into Marvel, you come out with a binder full of shit. Yeah. And I don't know if DC does that. And Marvel kind of had the same thing. They were like, well, <clears throat> if we're going to sell these movies, we need to get big name actors. That's why you had Ben Affleck as Daredevil. That's why you had Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. That's why you had Tobey Maguire as fucking Spider-Man, you know? You had all these big-name actors because Marvel thought the same thing that DC thinks now. Big names draw people. And you can't tell me that's not the mindset they're in because why the fuck was Will Smith playing Deadshot? (laughs) You know? And why the fuck is Jared Leto playing the Joker? Right. That's exactly what it is. It's big names. You're counting on um will smith's blockbuster draw to put people in the seats at the suicide squad because you know it's gonna be a bad movie instead of just concentrating on a really good story or a better story fantastic four is another one i can go all day with this but look at what marvel did though marvel has taken actors that were lesser known or not as popular or in obscurity even some of the directors yeah in obscurity and relaunched their career mickey rourke i mean he hasn't really done much lately but you know, he was just coming out of rehab and all that, and he did The Wrestler, and then he was, he did, he played Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Look at Robert Downey Jr. Most people thought his career was over. He snorted his career up his nose. Mm-hmm. Iron Man comes along, he gets cast as Iron Man, boom, he's a megastar again. Yeah, he's the shit. Out of nowhere, he's a megastar again. Chris Evans. Chris Evans was doing Anna Ferris movies and not another teen movie and being Johnny Storm in the shitty Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> no, he's Captain America. He doesn't want to play it anymore. Yeah. He's been doing it for so long, though. Yeah. You know, and he wants to do more indie film, which you got to respect his indie drive. But, you, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch is the biggest star. I mean, yeah, Scarlett Johansson was a big name, but she wasn't as big as she is today. Yeah, Edward Norton. I mean, it just, I don't know. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I mean, to, to really put a bow on it it's 
DC is trying to do too much too soon. It's like they're, they're like, all right, well, what characters are we going to put in this movie? And they start throwing shit at the wall and the, whatever whatever photo the fucking paper wad sticks to, that's who they're <laughs> going to put in this film. They did it like uh, that, that South Park when they were talking about Family Guy with the dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think that DC will get the formula, but the way it's going, it's a little. T- it's probably going to be too too late. Yeah, they're behind the curve now. <clears throat> but um, yeah. And then as far as the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer goes, I loved it. What did you think about the fact that he's relying on uh, Iron Man's tech to do his suit instead of being, you know, like Peter made his own. Well. Here's my thing about the Spider-Man it, trailer. Because he actually says that. He actually says, you know, he actually referred... I'm you know, nothing told, without the suit, yeah. Well, he did make his own tech because he goes back to wearing his own his yeah, old suit. Yeah, but he was... He got... Do you think this is like an Iron Man movie with Spider-Man in it? No. I think it's a Spider-Man movie with Iron Man. I think Iron Man is going to play a heavy supporting role. Because if you remember, in, in the Ultimate Spider-Man run, Tony Stark was very much hmm. Peter Parker's mentor. He gave a eulogy at Peter Parker's funeral when he died. Yeah. He was f- very close with Peter Parker. Like this, and that's what you got to keep in mind when you're going off this is that this is going off Brian Michael Bendis' Ultimate Spider Man run. It's the closest we're going to get to that run. And I mean, it's. <sighs> he's his mentor. I, I'm actually like that because it makes more sense because. You gotta think, Spider Peter Parker is supposed to be what, fifteen, sixteen years old in this movie, maybe younger. Uh, I was thinking like maybe a sophomore, yeah. Yeah, so he's not gonna make his own suit like that, you know. So it makes sense that Tony Stark gave him this tech, and I like that they're kind of doing it. They're kind of making it an origin story almost, uh-huh. without being an origin story. They're kind of <laughs> pulling that wall over your eyes because. He gave him that suit. Because they're making him start out again. They're just not doing the entire... But they're doing it backwards. Yeah. Exactly. So he already has the perfect finished suit. And he relies on the tech of that suit so much that he thinks that's what makes him a great person to the point where he even says, you know, I I need this suit, you know, to help me. And then Tony Stark's like, well, if you think the suit makes you, that's the problem. Yeah. And he takes it away from him and he goes back to wearing his old suit. His homemade one. His that one reminds me of. Do you remember uh, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider? Because that's what that fucking suit reminds me of. Because <laughs> you remember when they were doing the Edge of Spider Verse and they were jumping through all the dimensions? Yeah, it looks like Spider Man Noir. Yeah, yeah, but I liked it. I think Michael Keaton is gonna fucking murder it as the Vulture. I think it's gonna be amazing. I think Shocker is gonna be more of a supporting character. No man, I filled the cup when I watched that. I watched the trailer like nine times. Like it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to shit on it at all. It's a darker feeling trailer. It's not as upbeat and fun as the first trailer is. Um, I I think that it's gonna be. You're gonna see. You're starting to see the new Tony Stark. You're starting to see the Tony Stark after the events of Ultron and and Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like you're, because this movie takes place soon after Civil War. Like Tony Stark still has the black eye that he got from Captain America in the the limousine. So, you know, I, you're gonna start seeing the new Tony Stark, and I think that's it, it's what it is. And 
I don't know how much Iron Man is going to be in this movie. Just because he's shown a lot in the trailer doesn't mean he's going to be in this movie that much. But you think he's going to like come in and like save the day almost to to a spot where I think what's going to happen is he's going to come in, he's going to save the day, and then once he takes that suit, I think we get more of the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? And then I think, I think after the, I think in the beginning, it's going to be a lot of Tony Stark. There's going to be a lot of Iron Man, a lot of Tony Stark. And then it's going to get to that point where he has to go back to the roots of himself. I mean, but he's not, because he's never Spider-Man very long. Right. Before Tony finds him. Yeah. He's not, you know what I mean? That's like in Civil War, it didn't, it didn't seem like he was Spider-Man very long. No, it seemed like he was doing it for maybe a couple months. Yes, he was very. It was very new Green. to him. Yeah, and I think it's going to continue like that. And then they're going to take his suit. He's going to go back, and that's how he's really going. And then at the end, he's going to get his suit back. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I think you're going to see Tony Stark in the beginning. Maybe like I bet you the first forty five minutes. There's a lot of Tony Stark in it, and then after that becomes the Spider Man movie. Like I think so. Instead of maybe. This is all speculative. I'm just fucking talking out of my ass. Uh, I'm talking off of a minute and 20 second trailer. Right. You know what I mean? But I think uh, instead of getting that hour or 45 minute long origin story, I think that's what they're inserting in is Tony Stark instead. Yeah, I think it's going to pick up. I think they're going to do it backwards. You're going to see, like you said, him start off as Spider-Man and Tony's going to come to the realization when he makes that statement of, I need this suit. Or whatever events lead up yeah. to that, yeah. I need this suit to define me. That's when Tony Stark's going to be like, oh, wait, I'm doing it again. He's going to take it away from him. And then you're going to see him go back to Spider-Man. And I think that's when you're going to see him become the, the Spider-Man we know today. Like, he's relying so much on on Tony's suit now. Okay, well, now it's, let's see what you got when you don't have that suit. You know, but I mean, that trailer, I filled, I filled the cup when I watched it. Oh yeah. I was like, hell yeah. I mean, I think, I think the movie is going to fuck, I think it's going to kill. Well, let me ask you this. And it comes out like what? Like three, when does it come out? In July. Comes out in July. Yeah. Just what comes, there's two. uh, Is it July? The beginning of the month is, the beginning of May is. Guardians of the Galaxy, and then three weeks later, there's another movie that's coming out. Is that Justice League? Justice League comes out in September. Let's see. Um, let me see when Spider-Man Homecoming comes out. I thought it was July, but I'm not. I think it's July. July 7th, Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of the Galaxy comes out May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. We get to drink and watch an awesome movie. Right. Alien Covenant, May 19th. Pirates of the Caribbean and Baywatch, May 26th. Oh, shit. Wonder Woman June se- June second, mm-hmm. um, the Mummy June 9th. Spider Man um, is July. Transformers: The Last Night is June twenty third. Um, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Spider Man Homecoming July seventh. War for the Planet of the Apes July fourteenth. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Um, the Emoji Movie, I know you're waiting for that. That's I July 28th. I'm totally waiting for that. Uh, the Dark Tower is August 4th. Um, Terminator 2 in 3D is going to come out. <laughs> it, September 8th. Dude, 
Holy shit. That was... I cannot wait for that movie either. Um, What'd you think of that trailer? I thought it was good. It was it was pretty close to the, the original. They're just going to blow the original out of the water. Because the original was a fucking miniseries made for TV. Yeah. This can actually be a decent it horror movie. Did you ever read the book? No. Jesus Christ, that long ass fucking book. Justice League November 17th. Um, Where is Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok is not on here. Oh, there it is. November 3rd. Mm-hmm. November 3rd. Um, Star Wars The Last Jedi, December 15th. And then December 22nd, you have Jumanji and Pitch Perfect 3. Pitch Perfect 3. So, um, I like the it, I like the it trailer. I'm excited for the movie. I think Pennywise looks stupid. I think they did a little too much to try and make him look scary. I think just his basic look um, was was better, his 90s look. But uh, I'm excited to see it. You know, like I don't I don't get cre- I laughed in the trailer. Where the little boy's like, we can float down here. We can float down here. And then Pennywise like rushes at him. I was like, you're fucking, that's stupid. I laughed at it. <laughs> um, Shit, it was 1990. Yeah. But back to Spider-Man for a second. Um, it's rumored that Spider-Man is no longer going to be part of the MCU after Homecoming. The Homecoming sequel. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? We've always known that. What? He's going to go back to only strictly Sony. Yeah. Do you think that makes sense, though? No, I think it's stupid. Do you think they go through with it? Because, like, Marvel's not even getting anything for this. They're Sony's... Well, they're getting to use Spider-Man is what it is. Yeah, but Sony's getting all the, the fucking money for it. Well, for the Sony movie, yeah, but not for... Like, I I think Marvel made it out like Bandits on the, on the Captain America movie, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make out like Bandits on Avengers Infinity Wars. But... I think, I personally think that it's a knee-jerk reaction that they're saying, well, we, we intend to take our property back because that's, you sent me that story that came out that Martin, that Sony is throwing these, they're throwing Venom out there and they're throwing the Silver Sable or Black Cat movie out there because they're trying to sell the properties because they're not, they're going to no, no, go No, they're on. not trying to sell the properties. They're trying to sell Sony. Yeah. The, 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 the movie division itself. Yeah. They're trying to sell, not the properties. So Disney could end up buying that too. And then getting their rights back, because that's what they're that that's that's what the speculation is. They're because they're there's a bunch of stuff that they they don't even intend making that, but they're just yeah. they're just throwing it out there. So fucking Men in Black meets Twenty One Jump Street, <laughs> right? <clears throat> um, but I think that it's a neat. I think it's a, a discussion now, but I think once Homecoming comes out and they see how much money that movie makes, because I think that movie's gonna fucking clean up. Yeah. They see how much money that movie makes, they'll they'll stay in it for the long haul. I don't think they'll pull them back. I think they're gonna they're gonna. It's talking a tough game before the movie comes out. I think once the movie comes out and they they make that payday, I don't think he goes back to just Sony. They work out a deal for him. Think so? I think so. Um, what do you think about this this Venom film not being connected to the Marvel? Cinematic universe. It's going to be a standalone, its own standalone thing. Well, if Sony is in trouble to the point where they're trying to sell it, 
Mm-hmm. They're gonna ha- they. I think they should. They need their own. This gives them their own way. They can build their own cinematic universe of Venom. They can do whatever they want with them. But do you think Venom survives without Spider Man? No. It, I I agree. It's not even a. <laughs> it's not even a question, honestly. But they they could try. But I I think they they have the ability. They could actually make something into it. I th- I think I think it's going to get a lot of flack for no uh, Spider Man. I think so. I too. think it's gonna. You you. I don't understand how you're gonna do it. Because you have no, unless it somehow comes in contact with Peter Parker's blood, and they use that to give it its spider powers. The Venom symbiote doesn't have spider powers without Spider-Man. Yeah, that's where it gets them from. You know, I think it'll be. I think that's what they're. I bet that's what they'll do. And it, it's got to be a. Thing. It's got to be a hard R-rated movie. If Sony listening, Venom needs to be a hard R-rated movie. Learn from what Fox did with Logan and that's the direction you go with, mm. with Venom. Nice. You can't make a PG 13 Venom movie. It doesn't work. Yeah. It just does not sell. It'd be kind of cooler if they went on like borderline horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like what they're talking about doing with the new spawn movie mm-hmm. where you never actually see spawn. He's just kind of in the background. That's, uh, I think it'd be cooler to see spawn though. Yeah. I don't know. They might as well give it a try. I don't. Th- I think it's all just talk so that they can sell Sony. Yeah, I think all of it is. I be- well, I mean, they said they're ma- they're actually filming Venom, but I don't think so. I think it's all just big talk. I don't even think they have a script for it yet. You, oh, you don't actually think they'll even make the movie? Mm-mm. I mm. think it'll just be banter. Mm, we'll see. I think a it's reason I- to. A negotiate employee to bring chips to the table. I think they're just they're just building momentum, and that's all they're doing. They're going to use they're going to use Spider Man, like they're building momentum right now with Spider Man Venom. Mm-hmm. Spider Man is going to push it, and then the rest of the banter will get it for a deal, and then there will be no more Sony. Yeah. Um. Well, another movie. It looks like if you were waiting for a Terminator Genesis sequel. That's not happening because it looks like Paramount pulled that too. That's all right. So you're not getting another. Uh, you're not going to get another movie for Terminator. Um, I, I I think what Hollywood needs to do right now is I think they need to. They need to drop redoing these things, and I think they I think maybe new blood needs to come in, new ideas, new thoughts, and something else needs to come in to. We need some new stuff. Yeah. I agree. Hollywood is... It, like, once they reboot 16 Candles, it's over. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've heard rumors of rebooting Ferris Bueller with the dude from uh, uh, Stranger Things. The the kid from... Uh, the teenage kid from Stranger Things, whose brother was John Ralphio and... Nah, pass. He's the one that's doing the Domino's commercials right now. But the big news we got you know today... John Hughes wrote that in a day. What, 16, or the, Ferris Bueller's? The script of Ferris Bueller. No, I didn't know that. He wrote it in like a day. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um. The other, well, the big news we got today was that there is a Batgirl movie coming. Everybody get your Batgirl new 52 number ones out and throw them on eBay for 30 bucks. And Joss Whedon. That's right. Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Avengers, Joss Whedon. Is gonna direct. We're gonna write, direct, and produce it. What do you think of that? 
I think it is going to be a home run. I think that's going to be a home run movie for them. It's going to be set in the Ben Affleck Bat universe. I think that's going to be a home run. You think so? I, I honestly do. And I think you're going to hear down the line, too, is that, that I think this is why you're hearing that talk of rewrites floating around the Batman movie. And so they why can bring her into it? Joe Mag- and Joe Maglione might not be. They're saying he doesn't know if he's going to be Deathstroke anymore. I think that's what it is, is that they're going to bring Joss Whedon in on it. He's going to help tweak that script to fit into Batgirl, to fit Batgirl in. So I think that's why so you're... So no Deathstroke. <laughs> no, I think he'll still be there. But I think that that's why you're hearing the... Because remember, we reported on it a few weeks ago that there was rumors of rewrites, and they haven't announced yet who they were going to bring in to help with the rewrites. So you think Whedon's I think his it. name is Joss Whedon, and I think they just <laughs> dropped that today. They just dropped the hint? I think they just dropped the hint today. So I'm excited for it. I think it'll be fantastic. I think it'll be cool. It, it just depends on which way they go. If they go real girl power with it, and I think it'll be a good, strong feminist character. I think it'll be a good movie. As long as Marvel doesn't do Spider-Gwen, we'll be fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that would confuse the shit out of everyone. Or, I wouldn't Gwen, be or Gwenpool. I wouldn't be surprised though with the popularity of it though. I just it would not shock me. Uh, it really would not shock me. As long as Gwenpool doesn't show up in Deadpool three, we'll be fine. <laughs> no, she's gonna show up in X Force. <laughs> but I I really think that Joss Whedon directing Batgirl is an, a good move, dude. You know, bring all these fresh blood in. You got all these characters in DC, man. Bring this fresh fresh blood in. We don't need another Superman movie. We don't need another Batman movie. Bring this fresh blood in. You can still make Batman films, but have it be about the Bat family. I welcome Nightwing. Bring it. I welcome. They need a Teen Titans movie. You know that'd be dope. They. I welcome Batgirl. Like bring it. Bring all this stuff. Where? What are you? What have you been waiting for? That's what I. You know. That's what I was saying earlier. That's why I think that's why Marvel's doing so good. Is they've got these other characters. This is what DC needs to do. They've gone obscure with Ant Man. As long as they don't do Captain Carrot, we'll be all right. <laughs> with Ant Man and you know <clears throat> Stephen Strange and like they've they've kind of they've hit their mains and now they're broad, branching out and that's what DC needs to do. They need to, you know, I think I think what's gonna fuck Justice League is bringing Justice League before you get a Flash movie and before the Cyborg movie and. Then you're going back. You already have these established characters, and then you're gonna go back and tell their origin stories. Yeah, like that's gonna bite some bite DC in the ass. But, but learn, bring it, bring these other characters. I'm excited for Batgirl, especially with Joss Whedon. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna DC's gonna do something kind of like Marvel's. Like Marvel has connected every movie together. Yeah, I wonder if they're. Gonna, it seems like they've kind of they're gonna. I don't know. It's hard to tell because they've only done one movie. And it was, you know, like Batman Superman to me was like a infomercial. Yeah. To to let all this get going. Yeah. So hopefully they don't do that. You know what I mean? They. You're right though. They do need to. They have a bunch of cool characters that they could bring out. And Joss, we trust, man. I think he'll he will do a good job. He's their only saving grace only, right now. They just need to work Damien into it. <clears throat> He's their saving grace. Damien? Damien Wayne? Yeah. I want a fucking Green Arrow movie. That's what I want. I want an OG to the script Oliver Queen 
like Kevin Smith's. That's what I say. That's where they get Kevin Smith to come. Yeah, in like Kevin Smith's quiver or our Green Arrow Year One. That style Green Arrow. I don't want this dark broody CW Oliver Queen, which I like, but I want a true <laughs> to the source material Green Arrow movie. Not Batman. Not Batman as Green Arrow. Not Batman as Green yeah. Arrow. But I, I think Joss is going to kill it. I really do. We'll see. I bet you within two weeks they start talking about he's helping write Batman. I'm. I. That's my feeling too. It's in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> but um. Are you sure? Yeah. It, it, it might just be the chili mac, but. <laughs> you sure didn't escape yeah. a little bit ago. <laughs> All right. So speaking of something that uh, killing it, how about Walking Dead? I thought it was a good episode. It just pissed me off that we're not getting two episodes to fight the war. No. I don't know if they're going to they're going to do half the war cuz they they said we they weren't going to close it off like they did last season. So, you know what I mean, it's on such a cliffhanger, which means are they really only going to do the war in one episode? Mm, I don't think they so. Because they still have, they still didn't have a full plan yet. They're still, they're still putting the pieces together, which means that they, and I've and I've been saying this for fucking so many episodes now, as we've watched this season dwindle away, that they're taking too long to put everything together. So now what they have to do next weekend is hurry up, put everything together, and then go to war. And it's not a longer episode, is it? Yes, it is. Is it an hour and a half? Yes. I, just, I, I think they shit the bed, personally. I, th- <clears throat> I thought the episode was good. They, I liked that they, they went into Oceanside knowing that it wasn't going to be easy. They, were gonna, they knew they were just going to have to... They, were, they gave the benefit of the doubt, but they really knew that they weren't going to be able to take that they weren't going to join them they knew that they were going to have to take their guns and they prepped for it but they gave they let the benefit of the doubt and let Tara go in and try to get them so i thought that was kind of cool but they ended up just doing what they do best and just walking there like a fucking like animals man and just pretty much you know what i mean they Rick's group is good with brute force they just walk in and just do what they need to do well i think this episode went a long way to showing you that <clears throat> Rick and Negan are the same dude on two opposite ends of the coin. If Rick was an evil, was still the evil dictator that Shane would have been, he'd be Negan. Yeah. So in the fact that he still got some good in him and he wants the betterment of the world, that's, you know, if Negan was like that, then he would be Rick. They're the same person, two opposite ends of the coin. Yeah. Um, Like Negan's the real dark half of Rick. Yeah. And that's why... Because he went into, he went into Oceanside, very Negan esque. Yeah, which is force. He just walked right in there with attitude, and and he just presented himself like this is what's happening. The only difference is he didn't have to kill anyone to make his point. Nope. So well, they they initiated the fear in the beginning by the explosion. So they yeah. they got you know what I mean. And so I thought it was I thought it was Michonne's good. a terrible shot. That's all I'm gonna say. If it was Andrea, she would have hit that shot. Right. terrible shot terrible shot (laughs) i thought it was good i just i one episode to do the war i did i don't like it i like that it finally went back to the comics 
I like that we now know where it is in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they do it with Dwight because in the comics they capture Dwight and then Rick lets him go and then that's when Jesus follows him. Mm-hmm. But they already had Jesus follow the group back with Carl in the back of the truck. So they kind of jumped around, kept the same plot, so to speak. They just did it but in a did different it in different points. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that if they let him go. I think we're gonna I think you're right. I think we're gonna get the season the the war next season. I was saying I was saying no, it's gonna be this season, it's gonna be this season, but I think you're honestly right. I think I, think I originally said that in the beginning that it was gonna be yeah. next season. And I think you're you're right. I think what's gonna happen is Negan and his group are gonna come to Alexandria. They're going to fend off. Uh, they're going to start to lose to Negan's group. And then that's when the garbage pail kids are going to show up. And I think that's when um, the kingdom shows up because you already saw that, you know, from the previews for next episode, it looks like they're, you know, it looks like Ezekiel's, Ezekiel's getting ready. Yep. Right. And he's got Shiva outside and it looks like they're getting ready to go. So <laughs> I think it's going to be, they're going to attack and they're going to repel them and they're going to, they're going to end the series the season with Rick and his group having his first, their first big victory. And they're going to end it on a high note where they're on top of everything and they're pushing back the saviors. And I think next season is when Negan's going to go regroup and then come back. And then that's when you're going to get, I think the first eight episodes, I think the first eight episodes of next season or six or whatever they are will be, I think it's eight. First eight of next season will be the war. Really? That many? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, tried to say that before and you I know. were saying there's no way, there's no way. There's I know, no way. but I think they're going to, I think if they're playing it the way I think they're going to, I think we're going to get the time skip and we're going to get the time skip at the mid-season premiere. See, I don't think, th- I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to, they're, I don't think they're going to make the jump. I think they are because they've already started talking about casting an actual actor to play Judith, a permanent actress for Judith. And they, I don't think Robert Kirkman ever signified how long that time jump was. So I, I think just by that news alone that they're going to go with the time skip. I would say by the length of Negan's hair, jump is two to three years. So I think that you're getting, you, you know, you're already getting the cell. So you know Negan's going to spend time in that cell. Yep. So you know, I think you're going to get the time jump. Now the question will be, do they make a villain just for the show or do they move right into the whispers? I think they're going to move into the whispers, but I think they're going to play it differently. I think it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a very slow burn for them. I think there's going to be somebody else that comes in that's, not going to be huge and it's it's just going to be something to to keep you in and then you're going to start inter- and they're going to start introducing the whispers. What I also thought too is that they might go back to the core value of the walking dead. Nope, that's gone. And take it back to the beginning where it now wakes up and it's no, all over. No, where it shows them building these communities, but there's not one person who's a threat. It's the zombies that are a threat again. And the dead are the ones that are the threat to kind of get it back to its its roots a little bit instead of just going from one baddie to the next. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll what, all find out Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I, I just I really think that they, they drug this season out way too fucking far long. I think the second half was drug out way too long. I think the last eight episodes have been drug. agony. <laughs> I wouldn't agony. go as far as agony, but they've been the walking slow. That's what they've been. been. A, it's been a pill to swallow. That's for sure. The only reason everybody who's watching is still watching it is because they've vested so much time into it that they know the potential of The Walking Dead and they know how good it can be and that's what everybody's clinging on to. 
Hey, hey, we got a big, we got a, a good Negan kill this week, though. The knife through the neck when he's trying to rape Sasha. Yep. When Dave is trying to rape Sasha. What issue was that from? I don't remember. It was, uh. I would say one. Because it's before the war. I would say 106, maybe. What was his name? Dave, right? Yeah. First appearance, issue 97, 117. 117. Cause of death. Stabbed in the neck by Negan for attempting to rape Holly. That's who it was. He was trying to rape Holly. So that's three ish. That was three issues before All Out War, right? Um, Two. Oh, so that's was ni- 117. All Out War is 119. Is All Out War 119? 115. That's when it starts? 115. Really? All Out War, yep. Okay. Yep, 115. Because that's when okay. the, all the covers came out was 115. Okay, so... So that it's happened two during... issues after All Out War. It happened so they are just bouncing around. And... Yeah, because Dwight gets captured before All Out War. That all happens before All Out War. So they're just, they're just jumble fucking pretty much 100 to 115. And they're just, just jumbling it around and then it, adding to it. It feels like that, yes. So that, that's... Yeah, but... Yeah. I'm all right with it, but not really, because they, they just made it too slow. What would your grade on Walking Debbie? This episode? Give it an eight. Yeah, I think it's about fair. Yeah. The Negan kill alone gets an eight for me. The Negan kill, the them pushing into Oceanside to take mm-hmm. the weapons. You already could tell that some of those people are actually going to come and fight. You know that they're going to yeah. show up right before everything gets down, and they're going to say, you're right, we need to help fight. Well, I think they saw because they thought they were so safe, and they had all these safeguards in place, and I think that they saw how easily they're, how, or how vulnerable they really are because they just what because i mean rick and them just pretty much just walked right in right they set off a few bombs and then they just walked right in right and captured them all you know it wasn't even it wasn't even a thing uh they they didn't even break a sweat doing it nope but comic book review comic book review our whole fucking two books we have this week we have two books two bucks that's it slow week that's what happens when you have fucking four weeks in a fucking month or five five this weeks in a five week month. month so that's what happens when you have five wednesdays worth of books hey we usually have a bunch this time we have two shit yeah happens. shit happens it's i just think that that means that next wednesday is going to be a big big end yeah well the first of the month's always a big one first and second week yeah are our, are, that's walking are... dead though that's one of the speculation issues that buy a couple copies of the new walking dead coming out on this wednesday i was told to buy 10 Really? Yeah. Who told you my 10? My source. Fuck 10. <laughs> what? Why 10? Is it that important, I guess? Mm, I'm calling bullshit on your source. <laughs> you call bullshit on my source. <laughs> I guess we'll find out next week. I, go, yeah. I guess we will. 10 issues. <laughs> they said my 10 issues. Yeah, right. Um, What do you want to start with? Outcast? Yeah, we'll do Outcast. Outcast number 26. The Sharpened Edge. These things are coming out so slow. It's like, it seems like it's like every other month. I really like this issue of Outcast, though. No, I liked it, but it just seems like they're slow coming out. Yeah, this, there's not much to it. It's, well, last time we reviewed it, Kyle's dad saved him. No, no, I'm talking about, was it like two months ago the last issue came out? I think out? so. Or That's was this saying, last the, month? It's the been span so long. of them, it seems like the span is long. Well, Walking Dead comes out at the beginning of the month, and Outcast comes out at the end of the month. So I just think it's been just five weeks since we've had, or six weeks since we've had a, an issue of Outcast. I just think it feels that long. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But um, this issue was actually really good. It picked up where the last issue left off. Kyle's dad, if you remember, saved Kyle and his wife and daughter at the gas station when he was being attacked by the possessed ones. Yep. And he's very weak, and Kyle agrees to help him and takes back, to, uh, takes him back to his house where the Reverend is at. The Reverend and the police officer are cleaning up everything. They make the Reverend go sleep in the barn. Because he's not trusted right now right. since he fucking he killed the devil. Yep. 
and then you see that there's Sydney maybe was just a small piece in a bigger picture. Yep. Because there's more people coming into play now. And um, essentially Kyle turned to his dad for help. You know, his dad admitted that he, he's never figured out how to exercise him. And he just da- damns them to a life of vegetation like his mom is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you do what you got to do. And Kyle said, I've been doing this on my own. I don't know how to do what you do. Teach me. Because I want to save my family. I read that part. And the Matrix popped in my head. Yeah. Show me. <laughs> so it was literally, that's it. I just reviewed it that quick because that's all that there is to that book. <laughs> that's all that really happened. But it's, it's, it's important stuff because we've waited, what, what is this, 26 issues to finally, and we're just starting to finally get to know more about the outcast and what it does. Mm-hmm. And we learn that the outcast is the light to their darkness, that they need the outcast basically to fully cement their merger. Yep. And they can get it sucking it out a little bits all at once. There's different ways for them to get it. So you're starting to learn more and more, you know, in the, when the outcast knocks them, that's condemning, te- condemning them to the darkness. So basically it's, it's removing the, the spirit, but it's it's essentially removing everything and making you a veg a vegetable. Would so, you like to throw any any particular parts in that? No, he's pretty much. I think they're gonna pretty much. He's gonna find his chi. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. Danny what Rand. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. His dad is gonna teach him to channel something. And this dick. This dick. He's gonna find his chi and he's gonna get an iron fist, I guess. Um, what would you rate this book? An eight five. An eight five? Yeah. Um I I wanna say eight. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was good, not a lot happened, but a lot happened at the same time. Like it wasn't yeah. like exciting and like a blockbuster issue, but it was an issue that, that put more pieces to this jigsaw puzzle together and it and it brought us a little bit closer to understanding what's going on so that, that that's what made it good yep all right and our last book of the night <laughs> old man logan old man logan number 20 what did you think of this book i liked it because it finally understood why we're gonna get all these cool covers that we're gonna get and why yeah because you know where we where it left off was logan had broken into that uh that prison because this was a you know he's he had asked everybody else that could help him travel through time, and everyone told him no. But he, he, this was his last shot. He knew he could probably barter with this guy and bargain with him and Osmidius. get him to yes and get or him Osmidius. to do it. So he, you know what I mean. He 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 only went to Doctor Strange to uh, basically get the to dude's shit. Yeah, his his relics he and his him. cape and shit. Yeah, and. So they, they, you know, to get him out of there, he was like, yes, yeah, Logan, I will help you go back in time. So they go back to a warehouse where he's got more relics and he takes him back in time. But he was like, well, I didn't tell you when I was going to take you back in time. I'm just going to send you back in time. And he wakes up and he's like, what, in like 1812 or something? Yeah, during the, the war. Yeah, and like the French, the French War. He's getting caught in Canada. No, he's the... he's he's in America, but he's the Canadian oh, assassin. That's right, 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 that, right, right. And right. They, they find him, and so he they he just sent him back to like 
a random he, yeah. time. Just because what happened was when he still got he, bone claws. He's he, got... he drank his blood, and then it when he touched Logan, it he got to tra- he got to look at all of Logan's memories. Yep. Of t- in time of all this, you know, of, you know him being alive for so long. So he just sent him back to one time. So now, and he's got like this amulet that he's on, like a necklace that's that. It's his gateway. It's his portal back. It's it's like it's a timer, and after the time expires, he comes back. So what? Somehow Logan is gonna have to figure out how to travel through time to get back to the wastelands. And I think that's what these next four issues is gonna be. Is it's going to be the you're going through all these different times of Logan and it's going to be all the different times of Wolverine. Yeah. And I, I really like that. And the only thing that I'm disappointed about that Sorrentino is not going to be the artist anymore. He's done. I know. I, he's I think going to still do the covers, but he's not doing the interiors. But you know, this, this is his second old man, uh, old man Logan run. He's done. Yeah. He did the one with Bendis too. Right. He but was the artist. I, the art in this book is shit. I give it's real blocky and it's, I real, give it a six, five just because of how bad the art is. And it was kind of a slower issue, but, but I mean, I liked it because this was the issue that projects it to these next, like it made me think, okay, these next four, Tillamere's final arc where you hope he's going to go out with a bang. Yes. You know, cause he took over this book flawlessly from Bendis, the transition flawlessly. It was, it was like night and it's like it, Bendis would have still writing it. There wasn't much change. You didn't mm. notice much. And now we're gonna they're gonna transition it off to someone else, and it just I think I'm gonna be done with it after that. Mm, I'm gonna give it like three issues past Lemire, and we'll see how it goes. Cause yeah, and I think the art's not bad. It's just not Sorrentino drawing it. Yeah, and we've gotten I mean two old man Logan runs that we have gotten his art. It's just bad and blocky and ugly and, and different. Looks very um, oh, fuck. What's his name? I can't think of his name right now. He's a fucking Spider-Man artist. Junior? No, he was a Spider-Man artist for a long time. Stegman? No, I'm fucking kidding. He's a Spanish dude. Um, Umberto Ramos. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> his style looks very Ramos. Yeah. And, but um, but yeah, I I give it like a six five. I gave it a seven five. I liked it. I. It made me really excited for the next four issues. I'm excited for the next four issues just because of the covers, yeah. honestly. But I think it's actually going to be a good story. I, think I it's, hope so. It's going to be a cool story. I hope so. But hopefully Jeff Lemire goes out on this book like he came in with a bang. So I kind of want to get Old Man Logan number one of his run signed by him. You should do it. I have the opportunity. There you go. But Maybe I will. But that's it, folks. That's our show for this week. That was the quickest comic review we've ever done. Yes, had. it was. Two bucks, man. It was like like it was like ninety six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> two bucks. That's what happens. That's what happens when you have two bucks and there's not really a lot to the book. It's just pretty straightforward. Yeah. But that's it. That's our show for this week. Hopefully, I, mean, you I tried liked. to read the new X Men book and I just Yeah. I forgot Old Guard number two came out this week too. I didn't pick that See, up. See, I went today to get my books. Sold out. And my fuck comic book store was fucking ransacked. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking around. I was like, "Shit, this new schedule of mine blows." Right. It was harder for me to get. Well, yes, yesterday I had to uh, go to school. Yeah. So I got home so late yesterday from work, and I, I pretty much just fucking ate real quick and went to school. It sucked. 
yeah. But alright, that'll be our show for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. But uh, for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. <laughs>